0: we <laughs> Welcome back to Ghostbusters Minute. Ghostbusters Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1984 film Ghostbusters, minute by minute. I'm Kyle. I'm ready. And today we're here to bring you minute number 92 of Ghostbusters. If you're ready, I'm ready. We can go ahead and jump right into it. Let's do it. it. Awesome. So this is minute number 92. In the previous minute, we saw the screen debut of the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Ray told the Ghostbusters that he tried to think of something harmless from his childhood that couldn't hurt them. At minute number 92, after being asked by Vankman if he has any ideas left, Egon responds that he is terrified beyond the capacity for. Rational thought. The Ghostbusters are standing at the edge of the top of 55 Central Park West, looking down at Mr. Staypuff as he stomps all over the street, causing a water main to burst and spray into the air. At 92.11, we cut to a low angle shot of Mr. Staypuff's foot. As to show the monster scale that he has. At 92.15, we cut to a shot of Mr. Staypuff screaming as he looks up at the Ghostbusters. After realizing that he can see them, Winston says, Oh no. Venkman says, Mother Puss Bucket. At 92.20, we cut to another low angle shot of Walter Peck looking up at Mr. Staypuff as he steps on a church next door to 55 Central Park West. At 92.25, Venkman screams that nobody steps on a church in his town. Ray gives a countdown to fire and tells the Ghostbusters to roast him. At 92.30, the Ghostbusters open up fire on Stay Puff and blasts him with a focused particle stream. Mr. Stay Puff recoils in pain and grimaces. At 92.40, after taking a direct stream of fire from the Ghostbusters, Mr. Stay Puff leans into the building and hugs it, causing a wave of flame to engulf the side of 55 Central Park West. At 92.45, as the fire engulfs the building, the Ghostbusters jump backward to avoid getting burnt to a crisp. At 92.50, the Ghostbusters regroup in an alcove, as Ray tells them, It's funny that they would go out this way by being killed by a 100-foot-tall marshmallow man. At 32.50, Venkman tells the other Ghostbusters that they have been going about this all wrong. Mr. Staypuff is a sailor in New York. If they can get him laid, then they won't have any trouble. And thus ends minute number 92 of Ghostbusters. So, do you, do you get that reference, the let's get him laid, he's a sailor?
1: Yeah, that came from uh, Bill Murray's first impression when he saw the design for Mr. Staypuffed, uh, who had the sailor stuff on him. He couldn't believe that, you know, it was a sailor. It wasn't just the Michelin Man, sort of a naked uh you know, Marshmallow Man. And yeah. so upon that, he uh, decided to throw on the line about, you know, hey, he's a sailor, he's in New York, let's get him laid, we won't have any trouble.
0: Well, do you know what Fleet Week is? No. So Fleet Week is a week in New York City where the That's Navy comes right. into dock. dock. Uh, and I think that when... Fleet Week happens. Okay, I don't think I know this. Fleet Week happens, all the sailors go out and party in New York. And the idea is that, hey, they're in town for a couple of days just looking for a hookup, right? So there was I think there was a Sex in the City episode all about this. It was Fleet Week, so the girls went out and they partied with a bunch of young guys. That's that's the idea. That's uniforms. the joke. The yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's the Fleet joke. Week. So yeah. hey, if we get Mr. Staypuff late, he's not gonna be so angry, nothing's gonna be going on. So Sailor in New York, Fleet Week, that's kind of what the joke is there. I think it's lost on some people that don't know kind of the reference to that so uh but yeah what you think about this
1: minute uh question yes bringing walter peck back is it a waste of time
0: uh no i think that we need to know that peck is there because in a few minutes peck is going to get showered by a stream of marshmallow juice do you think
1: bringing him back at all is kind of needless
0: uh no because he needs to get his comeuppance yeah. We need to see him get roasted, so to speak, uh, always, by yeah, and that's and Marshmallow.
1: Right. And it's satisfying and all that and it's great. But I've always just felt like him being, you know, told, get him out of here by Mayor Linney was always sort of like good enough. But well, that's just me personally.
0: This is I mean it, it is comedic to see in a minute for him to get doused with the marshmallow juice, right? So we kind of need to establish that Walter Peck is there and I don't believe there's another reference to him in a in the few minutes since we saw him in the mayor's office. Okay,
1: yeah, and there you go. And this movie is just as much for kids as it is adults. Well, him getting kicked out of, you know, a uh, hearing with the mayor is definitely come up and's enough for adults, but him getting doused to marshmallows is definitely there for the kids. it's okay, yeah, it's, so, okay, it's, yeah, I it's, it's vi- it visually
0: it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, but you know, having him out there when the church is stomped on, kind of having him kind of see The end result of his decision to shut down the containment unit—I think that's important too. He's out here seeing this destruction, so he can kind of grasp, like, this is my fault.
1: Okay, and you know what's funny is normally in movies, your main bad guy, your big bad, as as they call, yeah, Mm -hmm. um, is kind of the last one to get hit, the last one to pay, you know, get his dues. Yeah, and uh, he is the last one to get his dues in this movie because Gozer, Mister Stay Puffed, gets uh, roasted, and Mm -hmm. right after that, Walter Peck is getting doused in marshmallows. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's it's a very funny sequence that's coming up in a few minutes. We'll talk about it before the week's it's done. It's so but
1: strange, after watching this movie minute by minute, discovering the fact that Walter Peck is the big main villain in this movie and not Gozer so much. Yeah, well, and you know, I, and
0: he represents... The, the main focus of the core of this movie is the story of the, the little businessman versus the government, right? And Walter Peck is the government entity that's trying to shut him down at all corners. So he is really the big bad guy of the movie. But mm-hmm. none of this would have happened had he just not push his personal vendetta against Peter Venkman, Yeah. Know? So this is kind of when he sees the church destroyed, it's like, you know, this is this is what you get for bringing a pagan god into our city, man. So, <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, so on yesterday's show, I made reference to something I had just learned uh, looking through the visual guide or the visual art book for the Ghostbusters here. Uh, when we have a shot of... We have a shot from above. The Ghostbusters are looking at Stay Puft as he's walking down towards the building. He steps on something and like this explosion happens. And you said it was salt? Getting yeah. shot out to mm-hmm. look like water? Yeah. That is the street from Blade Runner. What? It's a recycled model street from Blade Runner. You're they are kidding. Had. No, they had it sitting around the set, and they took it out because it was big enough, and they cleaned it up. Wow. They put some model cars on it and stuff like that and fixed up the salt thing. Oh, that's so cool. I know, yeah. It's, it's another piece of uh, cinema history that we're seeing here <laughs> get recycled. I mean, you know, it's funny because... They pay so much money to make all these sets. And they say that no idea ever really dies in Hollywood. It just gets transformed. So a something iconic like a street from Blade Runner, you and I would think like, oh, that'd be in a museum somewhere. I could go to the Ridley Scott Museum, you know, in London or whatever, and find the Blade Runner sets, the blimp or something like that. It's like, no, it probably just got put in a storage unit because the studio had paid so much money for it. They were like, we're yeah. not losing this thing.
1: Well, you know what's interesting? And I saw this in a uh, book about the making of Citizen Kane, or maybe it was a biography about Orson Welles. I'm not sure. But sometimes these projects are, you know, filed away in a warehouse or something like that, and occasionally they're tagged. They have a little tag on them that has like a serial number or something like that, and uh, occasionally... Movie studios, uh, prop masters and everything will go through these warehouses and find bits and say, like, okay, this looks perfect for what I need for this scene, this, that, and the other. And they'll find some occasionally with the serial number from like RKO yeah. or stuff from like the early, early days of movies. I think that is so cool. Yeah.
0: It's cool that it doesn't walk off the lot either. Yeah. I figured, if, you know, honestly, if I worked on a movie, I'd probably take a little something, you know, yeah. just being the guy that I am, on, I want a little memento. Nothing serious, just like a salt shaker off a table or something like that, right? Yeah. That's something the studio paid for. It's not mine to take, even though it would look so cool when people come over and be like, like hey, you want to impress you this is the salt shaker from uh you know only fools rush in the david schwimmer <laughs> movie was that david schwimmer or was it the other guy fools
1: rush in that was Matthew mcconaughey an old girl no that was just fool's gold fool's Gold. that was fool's gold yeah i was dragged to see that twice
0: were you really no, fools rush in uh matthew perry i'm sorry matthew perry matthew perry yeah, not david schwimmer i am so sorry. sorry please don't write in i'm so sorry. sorry yeah i actually it's funny i just finished my third watch through of friends the oh. Third time in my life that oh. I've actually watched the entire series. Okay. let will say, oh, it's very fun. It's, it's. A, I think Friends is a funny show. Yeah. When I was a younger man, I probably wouldn't have said that. But going back and, and watching it, it's definitely. Uh, it's it has its moments. It definitely has its moments. Okay. So, but this isn't Friends' minute. This is Ghostbusters' minute. Even right. though they both take, do take place in New York. Uh. So yeah, that's uh minute number ninety two of Ghostbusters. Uh. So anything else going on in that minute that sticks out to you? That's it for me. I, I like. I do like the moment where Stay Puft looks up at them and, and screams. When he looks oh, back yeah. and he lets so out this like, cool. kind of like Godzilla, like, oh,
1: and it's funny because he, um, he comes around, uh, in the beginning with just this joyous, jolly look on his yes, face he and does. his, his expressions are really cool what they're able to pull off with the, with the mask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they do some really cool work there.
0: He has kind of this pained look in a mm-hmm. moment where they actually, it's in this minute when they shot him with their, uh, with the proton packs, with the particle beams, he does have this moment where he's like, his brow furrows and his face goes into like a scowl. He's like, ah, that hurts. I don't like it um but uh the moment where he looks up at them is is kind of terrifying and then they both they all realize like oh wait that's right he's here to kill us he's about to come up the side of this building so yeah yeah but uh all right folks well that's minute number 92 of ghostbusters so join us again tomorrow on thursday for minute number 93 uh i'm kyle i'm brady and we're here to remind you that death is but a door time a window we'll be back ghostbusters minute is a fan-supported
1: podcast to become a patron of Ghostbusters Minute and gain access to exclusive weekly bonus content, visit us at patreon.com slash gbminutes. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at ghostbustersminute at gmail.com and visit us online at ghostbustersminute.com, facebook.com slash ghostbustersminute, twitter.com slash and look us up on Instagram at ghostbustersminute. Our theme song is Ectoplasm by Nautics, which is licensed under the Creative Commons Attributions License.